Welcome back to Unfiltered Faith Podcast with Meredith and Stoss. And today we have our special guest, Chelsea Van Hurst or Chelsea Crockett or Beautylicious Insider. She goes by Chelsea all three. Chelsea Van Hurst. <laughs> Wait, did I say it wrong? Wait, it's Chelsea Hurst. You said oh, Chelsea shoot. Van Hurst. Okay. No, you're fine. <laughs> no, I thought you were just adding in like a little fancy like twirl to it. I was like, yes. <laughs> Okay, now I know, now I know. Um, So Chelsea has uh, been on YouTube for quite some time. She started off Beautylicious Insider. We all know her, we all love her. And she is the author of Your Own Beautiful. She's also the author of the devotional book, Above All Else, which I have with me right now. Um, Chelsea, I want you to tell us a little bit how you came to YouTube, what your testimony is, just a little bit of background for our viewers listening. Yeah, for sure. So it's so fun to have like this three-way Zoom that we're doing right now. You guys can't see it visually, but it's really fun to like see somebody in, is it Sacramento, Stoss? Yeah. You said you're in Sacramento and then you are in like just the LA area, right, Meredith? I'm at the beach, yeah. Oh, the beach. Okay. So I'm in Georgia and we're just like all like videoing from all these places. And it's just really interesting to be able to do this. Like who would have thought that technology could do this? Well, I feel like I'm starting to see the brighter side of this sort of time because in Georgia, they're starting to open up a lot of things. Mm. And I know that it can be really easy to like listen to all the news and stuff, but I really try to filter a lot of it because I mean, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's definitely like some sort of push with a lot of news. And like, mm-hmm. I think it's good that there's news and we get to hear how, what's going on. But um, I think too much of it can really instill like fear in us. And so with what I've been noticing, we went to a Mexican restaurant today and it felt so good to finally like be out with like people. And like, even though the yeah. tables are a little bit farther apart, it was still like really nice. To so stuff in Georgia is opened up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, today's Cinco de Mayo. We did. We went to, we went to the Mexican restaurant, got all the food. It's the nice. best. We yeah. love to see it. We love to see it. Yeah, Sacramento, we're having, like, protests, like, in the capital. Yeah, there has been protests. There's just, like, a lot going on, Um, and I'm, like, every day, I think, yeah, like, looking at the news, like, I just feel anxious all the time, and my mind, like, won't stop running, and I'm, like, I just finished a Bible plan um, for peace, and I've just been learning verses, and just, like, Psalms 29-11 is, like, the Lord gives you strength, and the Lord blesses his people with peace, so it's, like, we have to understand that the Lord literally blesses us with peace. We just have to take it. But um, for those of you guys who may not know who I am, I started YouTube a little bit after Meredith did. And she started off as, you know, Steal a Babe 09. It was a great time. We had Mac Barbie 07. We had Steal a Babe 09. Yeah. All of yeah, you guys are the OG YouTubers. Honestly, we paved the way <laughs> really well. <laughs> it was so fun to grow up yeah. with Meredith. And um, I don't know if you ever got comments like this, Meredith, but we used to like, I used to get comments like, you look just like Meredith Foster. Your face shape is like the same. We're literally twins. Like, <laughs> you guys do. I never like really noticed it's it, but crazy. oh my gosh, you guys could be cousins. You're straight up related. No. <laughs> so funny. Um, but I started out in the same space that Meredith did with like makeup and beauty and um, lifestyle. And I'm sure both of us still really love uh, those parts of life. But 
I think a lot of our passions and mine in particular has changed to like what kind of true em- impact can I make on people and mm-hmm. what can I like um, like shape people's lives to to think in a in a way that is actually impactful and has meaning outside of just where we are on this earth and when we pass and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I'm really really inspired when I look at Meredith's life and how much it's changed over the past few years. Like how much she's really encouraged people to you know, push back all, push past all the negativity. And then also to just like continue to do what she's doing, no matter what, like the outcome is. And yeah, I just, I really admire her for that. And, um, I've tried to do similar things and my husband and I, since I'm married at a pretty young age, we try to do that together. And, um, it's been really, really cool. So I actually came to know who the Lord was and had like an intimate relationship, personal relationship with him whenever, I was in high school. So I was technically like, I baptized myself in the bathtub when I was like 10 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was just like super, it started to click at that age. um, But I wouldn't say that I had like a relationship with the Lord when I was 10, because I think as you get older, things start to like make a little bit more sense. And um, in high school is when that clicked for me. And at that time I was doing YouTube. So I started making faith videos during that time. I remember. A lot of people and I gained some people. Fun fact really quick. When you posted your testimony video, I had no idea what the word testimony meant. I was like, oh really? What's that testimony? And I watched it and I was like, wait, this is so cool. (laughs) You introduced me to like a testimony. So yeah, anyway. That is really cool. Yeah. So I think that was my first faith video was like my testimony um, where I shared that and I look back and I'm like why was I crying the whole time but you know when you share it it's just yeah it's it's gets to you and um that's when I started doing the faith videos and as I've gotten older I realized that I wanted to be kind of like a bridge for people people who don't really know what like faith is and don't have a relationship with the Lord and then people who do and like what can that look like to have a platform where people can be together like and talk about things that they love and enjoy and then also can relate on other levels and can also see like what a Christian is like in a way that's like not really judgmental but actually you know is inviting and Mm -hmm. trying to see what this is like for them and so yeah that's what we try to do my husband and I live in Georgia northern like part of Atlanta so it's a blast out here it's super hot but we're in how hot is it there right now I think currently it's probably like in the 80s, but that's I know that that's bad. like nothing compared to California right now. I heard it. Well, was it's, it's, it is hot here, but in Arizona, and I'm going back there this weekend, but it was like 102. Whoa. And I went, wait, okay, tangent. So I went ATVing in the desert in the middle of nowhere, okay? Like no one was around us. I was with two, like three other people. We're all healthy. We're all safe. Did you get hands? What? Oh, yes. Oh, we got some. Shoot. But it's funny how God always gives us the tools when we're persecuted, when we get persecuted and we get ridiculed. We always have the tools in the Bible to like, I have one verse that I could say and Hebrews 10, 25, do not forsake the assembling of each other as some are in the habit of doing, but instead encourage each other as you see the day approaching. So right now we are all being told, okay, stay in your homes, don't gather, don't do that. And it literally says in Hebrews 10, 25, 
that during this time, we need to not be doing what the government says about like, oh, don't gather. We need to still be gathering. We still need to be encouraging each other and lifting each other up. That is, it's literally in the Bible. Like we should not be forsaking the assembly to, of each other. We should be still gathering, still encouraging each other, obviously still be healthy and safe. and don't Yeah, but be safe. Yeah. 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 But I was just- Even if it's like, online. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's online. Like the right. Zoom call. Yeah, exactly. because I feel like when you're isolated and this, like I struggle with this when I'm isolated, I start to like overthink and then mm-hmm. like the enemy's thoughts gets in my head and then I'm like, boom, that's not my thought. That's mm-hmm. that's a thought that the enemy's putting in my head and then I have to distinguish, okay, this is not what the enemy um, or this is not what God is trying to tell me. This is not for me. Like, I'm going to sit in God's presence right now and pray over my mind and be like, you know, this is not from God. So I, I think that's true. I think the, you know, gathering together, I think we still have to be safe and like, obviously like be smart about it. But I think during a time of like crisis, when people are struggling with Mm -hmm. fear and anxiety or whatever, I think it's super important. Even like zoom calls like this or FaceTime calls, it, it makes such a big difference. I feel like. Yeah, exactly. I've been doing so many of them. It's almost like, too much sometimes it's like you have probably like six a week or something and then you're just like what is it what is it like to have real human interaction (laughs) it's it's fun though I I mean I've enjoyed it for sure I feel like my life hasn't really changed that much because I work a lot from home anyway Mm. um and I'm a homebody so uh it's not really I'm like the opposite I'm like extroverted and now I'm learning to be introverted I'm like so this is what it's like (laughs) but I like it it's more time alone so I'm like okay you gotta really it brings a lot of like I don't know you just like are self-aware and like you have to deal with yourself yeah you kind of just like deal with your thoughts and it's a good and bad thing so speaking of kind of let's just start over okay so Chelsea we have a few questions for you because I was thinking the other day first of all okay Chelsea's married she has a husband she's done with dating life Stoss and I are in the pro in the season of dating but not really because we can't, Young can't really be like dating <laughs> yeah <laughs> seriously but we have some questions regarding like marriage and dating for you and I had just had some things I wanted to ask you um sure. so for those of the for the listeners um Chelsea is married uh Chelsea how old were you when you got married I was 21 what was yeah. your birthday Wait, when was your birthday March 2nd is my birthday, so I got married on March 30th. Wait, that's so cool. That was like two months ago? Yeah. yeah. What month are we in, May? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 22 now, so okay. it's been over, yeah, it's oh, been over okay. a year. But I don't know about you, but you're I'm feeling 22. 22. <laughs> we have to, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> so my first question is, this is actually, because Chelsea, we've talked a little bit about you and Nick, but like, I actually have some questions I'm very interested in knowing the answer to. So yeah. the first one is how many relationships had you been in before you and Nick met? Okay. So if you count like a bunch of flings, I, I really don't know what the number was. Like I, I had like talked to several guys before, but you all know how that goes. Like you're not really dating, you know, you're yeah. just so trying no, to see if it's so worth no it. No serious relationships. They were all just I, kind of like. I had one, one okay. serious relationship before Nick. And honestly, what, that relationship. How old were you? 
it, I was like, oh man, that's hard to think about, think back to. Um, I broke up with this guy literally like a month before I met Nick online. Oh. So I had like a month of like healing, but also I told Nick whenever I met him that I'm not in a place to date anybody. Mm. And so whenever I was talking to him, we were just friends and I was getting to know him. And And I feel like that's like the best, like that's the foundation before people like jump into the dating, like best friend and friends and like praying about it before like, you know, jumping into it. I wanted yeah. to get to know him before I like, you know, got in a romantic relationship because to me mm-hmm. in the past romantic relationships, I just rushed things mm-hmm. too fast and I didn't want to do that again. And also we lived states apart. So I was from Illinois. I was living in Illinois. He was living in North central Florida. And so whenever you think about the distance, it's like 14 ish hours. And mm. I didn't have like any opportunity to kiss this boy or like hug him or anything. I, it was yeah. like yeah. solely just friendship. So we were getting to know each other for a few months. And before he even like said he wanted to date me or like um, asked me to be his girlfriend, he flew up to Illinois to get to know my family and to even like make sure that like we all jived and all that sort of stuff. So so in terms of the dating process, it was obviously different from past experiences. Yes. And, and it was clear to you that Nick was pursuing you. Was he the one doing most of the pursuing? Like, yeah. how was it different from, like, your past, past, like, relationships or guys versus Nick? Like, the process of, like, starting to get to know him and, like, really date him? Yeah, the intentions, I think, were huge because – the difference between him and like other guys that I had been with in the past was guys in the past just weren't very upfront with me. They were very like, let's just feel it out and see where this leads us and where this takes us. And I had known from past experience that that never really gets you anywhere in terms of like anything serious or anything that you want to like be with for the rest of your life at least. And so I knew that I was just done with that. As soon as I broke up with the last guy, I was just like, I want to be with somebody who's like so upfront with me and just intentional about his, his goal. And Nick had not been with anybody for like a few years. He was just like very serious about like, whoever I date next is going to be my wife. And so that was something that I knew. That's key ladies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Something I knew from the beginning was just, I needed that. And at the, very beginning I was like deflecting it though I didn't want to be in a relationship because I didn't think I had healed from the last one and I just think it's really important to heal from your past relationships in some way before you like jump into something um but that's just from the beginning yeah so you said that you broke up with your past relationship and then the month you met Nick um so then you told him like I'm healing and we're just friends after that did he start to like pursue you and like actually want to get to know you more than just friends like, how did that work? I mean, he told me after that we had started dating that in his mind, he said, that's what you think, that, like, you know, we're just going to be friends, but uh. <laughs> um, he never told me that. He never said, like, anything like that. He was like, I totally respect that. I, I get that. You know, you just got out of a relationship, but I still, I still do want to know what it's like to be your friend and get to know you um, because you're just a very interesting person. Like, he found my Twitter and was just like, why is this girl liking all my tweets? Because that's how we met. I was like liking all his stuff because 
I was just really resonating with what he was saying. I really liked his profile photo. It just sounds really like shallow of me, but really it was just the story. Um, and <laughs> I, so I messaged him back. I was like, you should totally, you know, text me. We should get to know each other. We should FaceTime. And I think I was just really reeling out the line too fast, but I secretly thought he was cute. I just didn't want a relationship. You were still time. like healing and like yeah. getting out of that. Okay. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes. Your story kind of reminds me of, I was just um, remembering the story of Isaac and Rebecca and how Abraham sent his servant to Mesopotamia to find a wife for Isaac. The servant that Abraham sent represents the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit came to Rebecca and was like, listen, you're going to get married. Are you down? She's like, I'm down. And she before she even met Isaac the Holy Spirit revealed she she was revealed things about Isaac so that when she finally did meet him she kind of knew who he was and knew certain things about him so that she could identify who her spouse was going to be which was Isaac so my question to you was did God reveal I'm sure you prayed about it did God kind of reveal certain things to you that okay Nick is this is your husband did you know like did you have that feeling in your heart or how, how did that like, did you have that gut feeling I feel like every day. it was more than a gut feeling so I think the Lord knew what I was like I mean he knows me from the inside out more than anybody so I was always the one to break up with guys like I would get that gut feeling about a guy and then I'd be like no nah, peace not working like this isn't going to work. And so I would break up with him. And Nick was the same way. He was telling me that like every girl that he was with, he just had a bad feeling about it and that he just like needed to dip out of it. Um, And of course it like breaks both people's heart when you break up with anybody, it just hurts your heart to hurt somebody else as well. But um, there was a moment at passion conference. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's like Mm -hmm. the young adult gathering for uh, like at this one particular, there was over 50,000 people our age in their 20s, all just praising, praising the Lord. I met Nick at this conference, actually. That's where we met in person. And yeah, it was really, really cool. And I know a lot of people probably won't believe me, but this is actually what happened. So we were like worshiping to some song. I don't even know the name of it, but I know that it was a passion band led song. And course my hands were raised his hands were raised we were just having our moment and he was next to me and I didn't know anything what I said that's goals like why can't I meet my husband in church like that oh (laughs) I didn't meet him at church I met him on Twitter honey (laughs) oh oh, okay but like in person like yeah after social media you know (laughs) yeah I get you um well we were there and there was this like song that I guess I was just like praying in the middle of it and all of a sudden like I just literally heard like I don't know if you guys have had a moment like this but the Lord's never very like audible like with me like he's like Mm -hmm. he's you know draws me to different things he leads me to like different verses to read it's very encouraging but there was like this moment where I heard a voice say you were standing next to your future husband and as soon as I, <laughs> as oh. soon as I heard that, I like sat down and I started like bawling my eyes out because I didn't know what to do. Like, what do you do when you just mm-hmm. meet someone yeah. for the first time and you get that message? And then later on, like next week, you hear that Nick received like the same exact thing from the Lord, like that. It's not only me. It was also him. You know, how you hear those like 
bad stories of like someone's just like but I really feel that the Lord is telling us that we need to be together and the other person is like no I'm not <laughs> no, getting that same relax relax yeah wow. for sure relax but this was definitely very different because I never like I didn't tell him that right away I actually was trying to yeah, like, I was gonna ask did you tell him away. yo you're my future husband <laughs> no I actually was just like really taken back because of course he was seeing me cry like what he's gonna ask like are you were you like questioning god like what do you mean like yeah okay yes I was questioning like like, god are you sure like yeah it was definitely one of those things where it like it interrupted my own thought patterns and I was totally not thinking about him whatsoever in that moment so that's how I knew it had to be God and it just was like I was in a place of worship when like you wouldn't think that anybody else would place that thought in your head. Mm -hmm. Um, And then to also hear like a week later that the same thing happened for the person standing next to you. That's Mm -hmm. how you know it's God. Like there's just like too many confirmations, too many things that are like all coming together. And then all of our friends that had seen us meet together, there's like, we knew we were going to be together. Like it's just one of those things. And so it, it makes like kind of like no sense on the surface when you just look at it. You're just like, really? God told you you're going to be together. Well, God can be very intricate and different with everybody. I don't think yeah, that that's mm-hmm. going to happen with most people. But I think that for us, it was very unique because we were just those classic heartbreaker people that couldn't stick with anybody because we got like, you know, those gut feelings. And I think that it just led us to the right person. So um yeah I don't regret the decision whatsoever I love marriage and um I just think that it's really special to have that type of story for sure that I'm so blessed to have heard that story that's so amazing incredible yeah I don't want it to discourage anybody though that if you don't hear a voice from God I feel like you don't want to project that like you're gonna hear from God yeah most likely I've I've asked God I've prayed about it too I'm like God like who was my husband? Like, please like give me a clue. But I always feel, and this sounds really sad and I honestly hope it's not true, but I've never been like, I've never imagined myself getting married, like never seen myself in a dress. I've never seen myself. I never cared about it either. Even though I do crave like an intimate connection with someone, but I've never seen myself getting married. And I'm like, is that my sign that I'm not going to get married and I'm not supposed to get married and I'm just supposed to have a relationship with God. So We'll see. Honestly, I was questioning the same thing before I met Nick because I was just like, I honestly would be fine if I was just single my whole life. And like, you know, I would, they say that some people won't in scripture that not everybody is going to end up with someone. But um, I do believe that like the Lord knows our desires more than we even know them. And so um, as long as you are intentional about the person that you're desiring to become. I think that he's going to mold you into somebody that could be fit for somebody else. If that's what is in the plan, you know, I just that was so be. good. I feel like God wants to mold. I feel like at a young age too, but I feel like it's different. Or maybe God wants you to get married younger, like Chelsea or like for me, I feel like God wants to mold me first and like, yeah, have me grow in faith with God and in myself before I can share an intimate relationship with somebody else. Because like when the Bible says, when uh, a man and woman get married, they become one. So mm-hmm. it's like, if you don't really know yourself or you are like living a godly life or like living for God and you're just like, I don't know like how it was in the past. I was just running around boys and partying and stuff like that. 
-hmm. it's like God wants to mold you first and then bring in that person in your life so and who knows how long that could take maybe I'll be 30 and get married I feel like everyone's timeline is so different that's true that's good it all is very different I'm encouraged by both of you though oh I'm encouraged by you I'm waiting to hear from God and I'm just kidding (laughs) um how has married life been in quarantine has it been different or do both you guys work from home yeah, we both work from home currently because Nick is still going like online to school. So he's trying to finish his degree in like one year. So he oh, was nice. going really slow with it. And we've both taken quite a lot of breaks from school. Like I am mm-hmm. in, in a place where I'm like, eh, school's not for me right now. Like just taking a major break, like may not go back. But um, <laughs> Nick is definitely the one that's just like, no, I'm going to put my foot down and get it done this year because he wants to get like a ministry uh, degree, like a um, I'm, I'm not sure what it, like a biblical studies degree. So awesome. he's finishing that okay. this year. And so he's been working like mostly just from home doing that. Cause it's a lot of classes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it hasn't been too hard though during quarantine. Not much has changed. Cause we're always, yeah. we're always with Together. each other. Yeah. yeah. What would be good for your mem? Like, do you guys know what your demographic is for your podcast at all? Or like at least your demographic? Mm-hmm. On I think Instagram? right now it, it like, like, girls it's, it's 98 percent female two percent male oh yeah. yeah okay wow yeah and then mainly them they're christian yeah obviously yeah so i'm christian too okay. um chelsea this summer or whenever this quarantine lifts like especially kind of in la i mean i guess i could come to georgia whenever stuff is opening but yeah, we all need to we want to go to the south we need to Outer Banks it, get on a boat. Have you guys seen the show Outer Banks? I haven't yet. Yeah, <laughs> It I makes me want to move to the it. South. I'm like, I'm moving to Georgia. Peace out. She literally texted me. It was just like, hey, I may move to uh, Georgia or Tennessee. So like, um, do you know anything about the area? Like, what are the best areas? And I'm like, wait, what? When did this happen? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Away? LA is turning into a not a good place to be. <laughs> I think I'm it's about fun a saga. I don't know where, but yeah, um, y'all should move. Let's go to Georgia. <laughs> We're gonna be Southern gals, or you could move to Florida. That's a well, good idea. So many people I know are in Florida. It's weird. So many potential <laughs> men. <laughs> literally we're thinking about it we're thinking about moving to florida because oh, really? family is from there and eventually we want to have kids like probably in four or five years and so um we have different youtuber friends that are also like building houses oh, out there and we're just wow. like okay well if this becomes like the you know yeah. more moved over la like where it's <laughs> and georgia and florida are so close i mean it's yeah. like if you lived in florida you can still drive to georgia vice versa exactly so. yeah yeah and there's not much traffic so mm-hmm. that's huge you guys will not have to deal with the traffic if I you know, know. Woot woot. nick yeah, just texted well. me while we were on the podcast and said just to let you know florida is 20 percent the price of la if you were to buy a house in florida versus it's cheaper LA. It's, yeah yeah it's yeah it's way cheaper Oh, that's part of the reason why I would want to move. I would probably either put my house for rent because I don't know if I'd want to sell it, but I'd have someone like living it, it, you know? That's smart. Well, this has been so fun. I was like so excited about this. I'm so excited. I was kind of nervous, but I'm like, yeah. Nah, you don't get nervous. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I just don't tell you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I see right through that. So that is it for this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed hearing those stories. We hope you got something out of it. Um, 
you can send us uh, an Instagram message. And if you have any questions, make sure to follow Chelsea on Instagram, subscribe to her channel, and we'll have all of her links on uh, Instagram once this episode goes live. Well, they're listening Sweet. to it. It's already gone live. Okay. Well, that didn't make sense, but I think you guys understand. <laughs> Bye. Thank Bye, you, Chelsea, for being our guest. We appreciate yeah, you so yeah. much. It was so nice Thank to you guys. You. It was nice meeting you, Stoss. I hope we all hang out soon. Yes, we, we will. will. You got to come out to Georgia. It'll, it'll happen. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.